everybody. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Friday, August 21st, 2020, and I am your host, Detroit sports writer Nolan Bianchi, here today as always, alongside longtime Red Wings fan, weekend uh, warrior, Ethan Smith. Weekend How you warrior. doing, pal? How's weekend it going? Warrior. It's Friday, and that means <laughs> something to you this week, huh? Yes, it does. Um after 12 weeks in a row of working six to seven days a week, I finally have a full weekend off, and I'm really excited. I'm not going to do anything. I'm, I love it. I'm so excited. I could not be happier for you. Do you have any uh, – any... so today's episode is, is a league update. We're going to get into that in just a second. But now i got to know first, is, are we – what's the Ethan Smith do-nothing plan? Um, well, um, probably going to brush up on some fantasy football stuff. Oh, wow. Make sure I got all my ducks in a row. Um, when is, never mind. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that. I don't know when our, when our, <laughs> are gonna do it. my, my work does like, uh, a six hour long dynasty thing. Oh, nice. I've got, I've got that. It's pretty intense. Sunday. It is. It's long, but it's fun. We should do a uh, like lockdown Red Wings group. You have to make the lineups a lot smaller, but for like fantasy hockey next year, I think that'd be a lot of fun. We could do that. Uh, extrapolate. What do you mean? Daily prizes. <laughs> I don't know. Just like uh, we could have a fantasy hockey league for like lockdown Red Wings listeners. I think oh, that'd be a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Who's I don't know how it would work. Who's going to score one goal today? Yeah. I mean, that's that's how you really build a team. You got to have a 30-one-team uh, fantasy hockey league. That's intense. That'd be something. Okay. <laughs> put, a, put a – what is that? Put a yeah, – Put it in the tickler file. In the what file? The what? tickler. The tickler file. Oh. I thought it was like put a – Put like a pin a, in it. Put a pin in it, yeah. I don't know yeah. why I was thinking like – bird feather or something put a feather yeah. in it i spent so that's much money on on english degrees yeah that's very true you got two of them good for yeah. you not to brag uh all right what are we talking about today <laughs> we got a league update for you guys uh i'm excited lots of great hockey this week a lot of series that went exactly the way we thought a lot of series that didn't go exactly how we thought my beloved canes uh with the loss of andre sveshnikov uh, have been eliminated by the big bad Boston Bruins, and I think I jinxed. Uh, I think I jinxed that whole situation because I found out that Tuka Rask wasn't going to be uh, wasn't going to be or was going to opt out of the remainder of the playoffs. And I uh, I tweeted our good friend Kyle Demetrius from Lockdown Sharks. I said, Hey, just so you know, after this round, uh, when we do our Dancing on Graves episode, the Bruins are probably going to need their own episode. And uh, why would you do that? Because I, I don't know. I was feeling myself a little bit. Uh, How did I know you're going to say that though? I don't know. Cause you know me pretty well. You've known me for 10 years. So that's, I mean, that's just kind of ah, how it goes. It's been a long 10 years. Yeah, it has. Uh, so let's start there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the Canes. Uh, well, we'll start with, we'll start with the Tuka Rassing. I'm pretty sure, you know, we, we are going over this pretty late in the week. So, I'm sure you've heard all the opinions on it, but that was just a, a situation where, I mean, if you're out there and you're dogging Tuka Rask at this point, uh, 
I don't understand fans who just think that they are owed anything. And then they pretend to, you're seeing this also with like the cancellation of like college football where people pretend they're, they're mad about Tuca leaving because they want the Bruins to win, but then they, they spin it as them being mad or saying they would be mad if they were one of their teammates. And then that's kind of like their rationale for it all. Uh, there's, I, I think it's funny that <laughs> like fans are being like, well, you know, if I was, you wouldn't, you have no idea. Yeah. You, have like you don't take no time idea. off from your work. Yeah. You don't, you don't take a random sick day just to relax. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, if I was that guy's secretary, <laughs> well, if I was making six million dollars a year, I'd be playing the game. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Good for it's you. It's all buddy. it's all ridiculous. And then you had the uh, compiled on top of that was the uh, Jack Edwards tweet about uh, Sveshnikov playing hobble, hobble horse, I believe he he said on Chara, and that you know he doesn't like to see anybody got hurt, but he bit off more than he could chew. That I'm sure has probably been uh, beaten to death at this point, uh, but I think it goes without saying that Jack Edwards that? is a complete ass clown. Okay, I thought it was funny. Really? The dude's a, hom- the dude's a homer. Like, I mean, yeah, like, like in it's, uh, you, but he's also he a professional. Care. But he's also supposed to be a professional and like just he gets putting paid that by out by the Boston Bruins, man. He doesn't care. Yeah, but you're supposed to have a more level-headed opinion than that. On the internet. Like that guy took the time to tweet that. Hey, says who, Nolan? Says (laughs) society. (laughs) I don't know, man. Like you just, what do you mean says who? Who cares? He's a homer. He's known as the biggest homer in professional sports. Of course he's going to tweet that. And everybody was like, this is disgusting. We're like, of course it is. It's Jack Edwards. He goes I like and it's just like isolated in a vacuum it's pretty yeah, funny. It is. And I actually I I kind of agree with you on that point. Like yeah, by itself it's so funny. Everybody everybody in hockey was like that's just preposterous he'd say that. It's like no it's not. It's <laughs> this is exactly, it's exactly what I thought he was going to say. Oh man. Like what Bill Burr's bit where he's just like, what did you think that he, that he thought? Like, yeah. that's exactly what he's going to say. So the Bruins, uh, I mean, they, they won this series four games to one. I think it was a lot closer than that. Also, uh, as anybody would tell you, anybody who has been on Twitter in the last couple of days could tell you and agree with you. Uh, the Canes got absolutely bent over by the officiating in this series. And while you don't in, I don't think that – I think that Boston was probably the better team, especially after Sveshnikov went out. I think uh, a lot of people, including myself, saw what the Bruins did in that round robin, and they said, uh, all right, well, this team is not prepared. This is not the team that we saw earlier this year. Uh, and then that all turned out not to be true. Right? It was like the the defenders of the Bruins were completely right in saying that they weren't taking it seriously because it, it really shouldn't be taken that seriously, they weren't really playing for anything. They came out, they proved it. David Krejci is an absolute man. Three goals, five assists in five games. Uh, but yeah, that the officiating is unfortunately at the focal point of this series. I completely understand where fans are coming from with that. Um, you really do. It, it always seems like there's one side of a series that's getting screwed in calls. 
Yeah. You saw it a lot with the Red Wings later on in the uh, streak. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's it's. It is the way sports are. I mean, it is hey, what it these is. refs had time off too. Okay, they might be a little. <laughs> and the officiating has been awful across the board. Like the that is not the one place that it has not been very good. It just seemed convenient that most of the times when it happened, it was in favor of the Bruins and at the uh, behest of the Carolina Hurricanes. So. Nonetheless, Bruins are moving on. Uh, wow, does Vegas look good? Uh, so does Tampa. So does uh, so does Colorado. They absolutely mop the floor with the Arizona Coyotes. Just in a just a complete embarrassment. After what a roller coaster the Arizona Coyotes have been on, going into the squeak into the playoffs under this stupid bullshit uh, qualifying round thing. Night before the playoffs, John Chaka leaves. They go into the qualifying round. Look really, really good against the Nashville Predators. People go, huh? Who knows? They could win. And then they get absolutely crushed by the Colorado Avalanche. Tough draw on their part. I mean, I said a couple times leading up to the the playoffs that Colorado was probably my favorite uh, to win the cup just because they looked so good all year and then got healthy. Uh, But nonetheless – Arizona I mean, gone. Colorado. Yeah, a couple things on that series. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. It that was embarrassing to watch games four and five. Like I, I couldn't. I actually turned the game off because I couldn't watch. I mean, Arizona was so bad in their own zone. They couldn't get anything going. How many games was that in that series? They couldn't even generate twenty shots on net in sixty minutes. Yeah, they had thirty-two shots in game two, and then uh, other than that, they couldn't break the twenty-three shot barrier. I think they had three game or two. It was either two or three games where they had uh, under twenty, and uh, in two of those games, they had fourteen and fifteen shots. So. I mean, not not really much of a fight for them. Really disappointing, given the talent that they had on that team. And you're looking at them as a franchise that just needed, like, they're obviously not going to be able to keep Taylor Hall now. Like, I just, I don't know. It, I, I feel like that's a foregone conclusion at this point that he's going to be gone. Uh, just a disaster of a series for them. The crazy thing is, too, is that they're not a rebuilding team anymore, man. They're, like, right yeah, up no. against the cap. They're up against the cap. Yeah. It's not going to be uh, looking good for them going forward. But back to the uh, back to the Avalanche. I mean, they just look absolutely unbelievable. Nathan McKinnon looks like one of the best players in the world. Uh, three goals, seven assists, ten points. Nazem Kadri on an wait, absolute. Wait, can role. you address him as ex-Toronto Maple Leaf? Ex-Toronto yes, Maple Leaf, Nazem Nazem Kadri. How bad do you think it hurts Toronto Maple Leaf fans to see him doing what he's doing, knowing that his exact style of play is probably what they were missing to advance to the playoffs this year? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like outside of the goal scoring, like he just brought in, like he just, at the and then and then he's adding though. the goal scoring on top of it. Yeah, at the same time too, though, see what happens when he doesn't get suspended for an entire series. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, but, you know, I mean, that was like two years in a row that he gets suspended in the first round. It's like, all right, well, hey, buddy, can't score, and you're not even on the ice, so maybe. I mean, that could have been a home run if Tyson Berry worked out in Toronto, but he didn't work out in Toronto. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you win some, you lose some. He's so, playing the best hockey of his career right now, though. So good for him. This is true. We will continue to keep an eye on those abs. But first, we got to get to a quick 
message from our friends at Built Bar. I brought it up earlier in the Bilt week. Bar. They've got six new flavors coming out. Ethan is smacking his chops, licking his lips over these new flavors. They've got caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, all the goods for you. Big carrot cake guy. Are you really? I've never been a fan of carrot cake. Yeah, dude, I love cake that tastes like a vegetable. (laughs) <laughs> there's something for everybody uh and that goes along with their 12 original flavors all of them are covered in a hundred percent chocolate and are soft and easy to chew so when it's friday and you know you're gonna be uh you know you might be going out to the bar social distancing a little bit and so you don't want to fill up with a huge meal throughout the day you just grab a built bar you get 132 calories and up to 20 grams of protein just by just from that one little bar and you know what when you get to there when you get to the bar later, then you're looking all trim because you didn't stuff yourself with, you know, some bunch of carbs uh, and sugar, stuff like that. You're feeling good, feeling great. The macros are on point and you're ready to do some business. That's what, that's what Built Bar brings to you. More so than a delicious health conscious snack in the middle of the day. They bring you peace of mind knowing that you're taking care of yourself and you're putting good stuff in your body. Now, listen, I'm a guy who's always on the go. I don't always have time to get the the protein that I need from a big meal or whatever it is. When I know I'm going to be hungry, I bring a built bar with me. I have one of those midday, bada bing, bada boom. How you doing? You can go to builtbar.com right now. Even if you're not a first time purchaser and get $10 off your next order. If you want to buy a new box of built bars every single week, you can keep losing our, using our promo code Locked on at checkout to get $10 off of your order. And we should remind you guys about the free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Now, listen, you do not have a lot of time to get that free cooler. So head to builtbar.com right now, enter the promo code locked on, get $10 off a free cooler. And that's all on top of a delicious box of built bars. Do not wait right now. Billbar.com, promo code locked on, $10 off, plus a free cooler. All right, I do want to talk about uh, Vancouver, St. Louis, because Vancouver, Vancouver is a team that I thought Carolina was. Like the young, nothing to lose is going to make a run because of that. Like they don't know any better to know. Like they're not thinking, they're just playing. They're young and dumb, and it's fun to watch. Uh And then in game three, St. Louis starts to show whether they're defending Stanley Cup champions. I thought when they won game three that the Canucks were in a lot of trouble. The Blues come right back, win game four. And I was like, well, that's that's it for the the Canucks. That was a lot of fun while it lasted. But then they come back last night, end up taking out the Blues force, uh, take a 3-2 lead heading into game six. I mean, I, I, I hope these guys continue to keep rolling through the playoffs because they are one of the easily the one of the most fun teams to watch. The the just the things that Elias Patterson, Brock Besser, JT Miller, Quinn Hughes, just the, just watching them. They're like poetry in motion. There was a I posted this on my Twitter uh the other day. It was just a, a vi- uh video of Patterson snapping a pass 
blue line to blue line to JT Miller. JT Miller goes in and scores. Uh, and then later in the game, Patterson just absolutely sniped one. That was game three. Canucks end up losing. Uh, but, yeah, man, they're a lot. They're so much fun to watch. And Trouble in Paradise a little bit with, uh, with the St. Louis Blues and Jordan Bennington. Uh, Jake Allen, obviously, Ben starting in net for them. So what do you got on that series? I like that Vancouver is getting comparisons drawn to them of an early Chicago team. Ugh. I love that. And I can, you can totally see it too, can't you? They're just any young team that's going to be good. I don't know why it's specific to the Blackhawks. I mean, Chicago was young and going to be really good. Then they were really good. They won, they won three. Wow. They kind of remind, they kind of remind me of uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins in uh, 2005. You know, they kind of remind me of the Detroit Red Wings in the early nineties. Like it's all right. Well, it's dumb. Okay. Jacob Markson's probably going to resign there too. That's good. He's been playing lights out. No, that's not is, good because he was a target for the Red Wings. Well, then but that no, opens yeah, up. I, if I, he I, signs long term, that opens up Thatcher Demko yeah. potentially getting traded. He's a good, a great goaltending prospect, and he's NHL ready. So you know, hey, maybe you never know. That maybe. could be really cool. Maybe. Hey, hey. Some doors close, other doors open. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, that's I don't know. A good it's like way to look big, at it. It's the big, um, it's like the big blue team versus the skilled, fun, fast blue team. I'm Vancouver's really sneakily fun to watch. Good for them. I never thought I'd see it actually. Like two years ago, when they spent like ten million dollars on a fourth line, you're like, all right, these guys are screwed. But now they're <laughs> killing it. Uh, they will be up against the cap though, so it'll be interesting to see how they maneuver that uh, in the off season. Game six tonight. At 9.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What do you got on Montreal, Philly? Montreal is that, uh, look at us, meme. <laughs> you had that one saved up, waiting for me to ask you about that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are, though. Who would have thought? Mean, Who would have thought? They're the success of the uh, play-in round and return to play. The whole. They're the success of the whole return to play thing like we got going on right now. I'm yeah. so happy for them. <laughs> I mean, they uh, – yeah, so they forced a game six uh, on Wednesday night, beating the Flyers 5-3. to three. That's going to be a really fun game. I hope I, – I just want to see a game seven really bad, so I'm kind of hoping that they uh, they end up winning this one. But also, like, I just like the idea that Montreal – of Montreal and Chicago both falling out of the lottery for no reason. You know? Right. So it's, there's a part of me that kind of wants them to lose, but also there's a part of me that's having – fun watching them and, and having fun watching Carey Price, but also having fun watching Carter Hart. I mean, like this is just, it's been a great series for goaltending the five, three score. Uh, Back-to-back shutouts for what a 21 or 22 year old year old goalie. Like, yeah. And I saw a lot of Carter. Uh, I saw some Carter Hart ripping last night, but like the, for like his performance yesterday and like, can you just cut the guy a break? Like he had, back-to-back shutouts in a in a playoff series he got his team one nothing and two nothing wins like that's i know literally what can you ask from him he was one he's how cool is it like he's come out and said like carrie price is his favorite growing up like imagine playing your idol in a playoff series like who would that be for you it doesn't have to be in hockey like who in, in any sport what would that be like you going head to head against? 
Ooh, that would be like me. Ben Wallace? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, it's me and five of my friends versus the bad boys. No, this would be like me. I'm going to take it non-hockey. This would be like me being the opposing quarterback playing Tom Brady. Okay. Pretty generic answer. Okay, that's fine. Tom Brady like, is unabashedly my favorite professional athlete, always has been. I'm a Tom Brady defender fan till the day I die. The When they were down, what was it, 24-3 in the yep. Super Bowl? Yep. You remember that. They came back and won, and the rest of the night, Nolan was just yelling. No, 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 no. Let's back it up. That's Yeah, let's back it up. Okay. When they were down 24-3, what did I say? I'm not worried. Okay. I was never worried for one second in that football game. You Mostly because I blacked out in the third quarter. But. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't worried about much. <laughs> I was worried about getting some water to my turtle organs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just a little brown out in the third quarter. Everything's fine. We're back. Uh, but no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I agree. Uh, especially if he ends up winning this series, like just a cool – overall experience for him even if he loses a series i mean to have to be battling it out in a way that these two guys have to where like carter hart hasn't always played the best yeah and think too like if this kid plays what he started in the nhl at 20 he plays 18 years of his of a career he's gonna be like top five in games played if he can avoid a bit of yeah. some slumps that murray's been through and stuff like that he's gonna be a top five in wins and Saves like I mean, Flurry's going to be up there when he retires too. I mean, he's creeping up there. Not a lot of people are talking about that. And uh, he he's taking a backseat to Robin Lehner in Vegas. Uh, God bless that dude. Just just the humility to be like, yeah, no, he's playing great. Like by all means, like just you know that there's no animosity in that goalie room. And given what he has been through, like had the starting role stripped of him in the playoffs before, it's just the uh, the humility on that guy is insane. I love yeah, Pete, Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, Peter J. DeBoer. Uh, How do you say his last name? Oh, middle initial. Yeah, it's John. Was he was he a diamond salesman? No, I don't know what his middle name is. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what about um, him? He came out and said, uh, <laughs> "You know, there, it's nothing against Flower. Like he's he's been playing great. It's just Robin Lehner's on another level right now." All right, well, why don't we wrap it up there for now? We'll get to the Tampa and Columbus series on Monday. We'll get to the Dallas and Calgary series on Monday, and then we'll wrap it up by talking about the uh, Washington and New York Islanders series. The second and third series I just talked about respectively obviously won't wrap up until we talk to you guys next time, unless, of course, the Islanders win on Thursday night. We're recording before that happens, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh yeah, everybody enjoy your weekend. We'll be back Monday, like I said, with that Thank recap. You. We'll probably uh, do our Dancing on Graves episode with Kyle on Tuesday. Uh, so lots to look forward to. I'm not sure what else we got planned for next week, but you know it's going to be a ton of fun because that's what we do here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We bring you your team every day in a fun, exciting manner. So go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Tell your friends to listen to this podcast Tell your friends to uh, go follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Tell yourself to go follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. And we'll see you guys on Monday. Congratulations, Ethan. I'm so happy for you. Uh, I hope you I hope you get some rest this weekend. Thank you. I'm going to. Much, much deserved. Much deserved, friend. Woo-hoo! All right. We'll talk to you guys later.